0: Welcome to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We truly hope you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. Oh, well, it feels good to see everybody's lovely faces. Um, I've actually been really busy, like, the last two months. Um, I was finishing full-time at Finney and started graduate school full-time at the same time, so (laughs) simultaneously, so it was actually kind of really crazy but God has been really good and faithful and even getting into the program has been such a joy to walk that out with him and know what it's like to engage with culture in a different way learning from him so that's a different message all within itself Um, but yeah it's been a real joy but having said that if you haven't noticed sometimes I'm sitting in the back and like darting at the end it's not because I don't want to see people because I miss people so much and I love all of you. So hopefully, once things settle down, I'll be able to see you more. So I'm glad that I get to see everyone's faces. Um, So let's just pray, and then we'll just go into the heart of what I feel the Father wants to um, just pour into your lives this morning. Father, I just thank you so much uh, for your love, and I just thank you, God, for what you're doing in this place. I thank you, God, that you want to take us deeper into a place of authenticity with you, that you want to take us deeper in our relationships and in community. Um, I thank you, Father, that you want to take us deeper even in vulnerability with you, because that's the place where we get to see how beautiful and wonderfully you've made us. And so, God, even this morning, I ask that you would begin to comfort hearts, that you would begin to just bring peace to every heart and joy. And I ask you, God, that every single person would encounter you in a different way, um, even if they've heard something that they've heard before. I thank you, God, that they never have to hear it again the same way, that they can hear it differently. And so I just thank you, God, for that. And I just ask you, Holy Spirit, that we would just feel you very close and very near, because we thank you and know that you're here. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Well, I'm very excited about this topic. Um, Actually, in the beginning of the year, um, I like to talk to God about the year and um, just different things that are in his heart, and just kind of... um, get an idea of what our journey is going to look like. And um, in the beginning of the year, I started to feel impressed to say over and over again, um, I just want to know you more and I want to go deeper than I've ever gone before. And I know sometimes we get, I'm sure many of you have experienced this before, you get this um, prayer where you don't even understand what you're asking for, but you just start saying it and you say it over and over again. It's because it's like your spirit has caught on to something even before you have in your soul, and so you just, you keep saying it, and I'm like, okay, I, th- I think we're going to do something new this year, and I'm not sure what it is, but something new is going to happen, and then I was listening to um, this worship session from Bethel, and Bethel music, and one of the spontaneous lines that they kept saying over and over again was, I'm just gonna let love happen, I'm just gonna let it happen, and as I was listening to that, I just kept feeling like this whole um, performance thing, Where if there was any performance left in my life, if there was any, like, earning God's love left in my life, that, that thing, like, he had his finger on it, and he was like, just let love happen. Just let it happen. And this idea of being worthy of his love, and um, being worthy to be loved by him, and And it takes this whole um, new course of authenticity and vulnerability. So that was something that began to stir in my heart in the beginning of the year. And even now, I'm beginning to understand a lot more why. And as I was preparing for um, the message this week, there were really two themes that kept going over and over again in my heart. And I outlined basically two sermons and I thought okay so I've got to choose between one I'm not sure which one it is and I happened to have mentioned it to a friend and this morning um I was talking to God, and I said, okay, God, I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one is for this morning, but all of a sudden I really felt, okay, it's the one on authenticity. It's the one on vulnerability. There's something about this that he just really wants to give people this morning. And my friend called me, and I didn't know that she did, and she left a message, and she said, this morning I just really felt like you were going to have two things in your hand, and you were going to choose, and it was going to be one, and God was really going to highlight it. And it was like the same thing, so it was really cool. So all that to say that, Um, I know that he has something special for you this morning on this topic, and so just open your heart because I believe there's something for each and every person. Um, So we can go ahead and start um, the PowerPoint presentation if possible. Yay, great. Okay, so I have um, a little video clip that I want to show you, and um, I just want you to just kind of take it in and just be thinking about just the context, and I'll ask you what you observed afterwards. So, Okay, so you can go ahead and press. How many more do we have? One more, guys. What? I mean, that's right. How many more? Thank you. Wow. So amazing. Perfect. Ooh, cool video. Okay. So... Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, So... I'm going to kind of go into teacher mode a little bit, but what were some things that really stuck out to you in this video? Maybe one, if you could say one thematic word or two, um, something that stuck out to you. You can just shout it out. It's okay. Impact. Impact. Yes. And courage. Courage. Very good one. Yes. Another, anything else? I'm sorry? Passion. Passion. Good inspiration. Yes. Overcomer. Overcomer. Very good. Anything else? I'm sorry? Faith. Faith. Yeah. Those are all really good ones. And they all, I think, really tie into the fruit of being authentic. Um, I just, when I saw this video, I, I thought, Wow, you know, she really felt every single word that she's saying. You know, a lot of times you'll hear songs from people and they have a really good voice and you're like, okay, yeah, that's nice, but something about it doesn't sound like you're connecting with the music or you're not connecting with the lyric, you're not connecting with it. And so you can appreciate maybe the artistic value of it or just the technique, but not necessarily the emotional connection and when she was singing i just kept thinking wow she is so authentic and part of her being able to realize that authenticity is the fact that she was able to be vulnerable and i she didn't go out there with a wig even though she she had lost all her hair she was okay with showing the pictures she was okay about talking about the journey and the cost and the price and maybe things that would have made that could have felt uncomfortable to put on you know national tv but it was okay. She was able to be vulnerable and share her journey. That authenticity was able to be seen, and we were able to connect it with the song, and then you have all this impact and inspiration and all of these things, that fruitfulness. And I've, I've been thinking a lot about the power of vulnerability and um, community, and thinking about how it's such a Core value that we even see in scripture verse in scripture verses about being just um carrying that type of authenticity. So if we go to the next slide, um you can go to the next one. Great. We can just go quickly to the definition. Um when you talk about authenticity, you thought you talk about being worthy of acceptance um of belief, um, that you're true to your own personality, your spirit, or your character. And sometimes to do all of that, you have to be vulnerable. And if we go into scripture verses, and we go to John 4.21, which I believe, hopefully, is the next one. Yes, okay. Um, uh, Jesus talks to the Samaritan woman at the well. Is everybody familiar with that story? Um, There's a woman at the well, and he asks her for water. And they begin to have a conversation about water. And um, he makes a parallel. He, he begins to parallel it with him being that spring that will never run dry. And he talks about looking throughout the earth that there's going to be um, worshipers that worship in spirit and in truth. And I think that really just links back to this authentic, this real, this raw relationship with God that is separated from, you know, performance. That is separated from what you think other people want to see about you or hear that you're like and it just comes straight from the heart and straight from that core and there's that value again of authenticity and then even in corinthians um if you go to the next scripture in second corinthians 12 9 through 10 it talks about how his power is made perfect in your weakness and that it's an opportunity um for his glory to be manifested It says, My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me for the sake of Christ. Then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, I am strong. And again, there's this brilliance that comes out of that place that seems weak and it seems vulnerable. If you go to 2 Corinthians 4 7, it says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that surpassing power belongs to God and not us. So I've been thinking of that situation. Like, if, you know, if somebody's, I'm not sure what her relationship with God is necessarily, or if she knows the Father. Um, But even just thinking about relating it back to that video, like, if you're. That, those types of opportunities are a moment for God to be glorified, for him, um, his brilliance and his splendor to be public. And it doesn't necessarily have to be on a platform in front of thousands of people, but it can be in everyday situations as you talk about your life and you talk about your journey and you talk about that which was difficult for you. And maybe it's going to feel uncomfortable for the first you know, minute or so, but then the brilliance and the beauty of what God has done in your life is going to speak for itself, and people aren't going to be able to question the authenticity. They're not going to be able to question your journey with God or the history, because it's just going to speak for itself, even in that moment, and so I just think that, you know, it's, we cannot, we, we, we can't rob other people of the experience of begin of getting to know us. Because every time that they get to know us, they get to see the beauty and the brilliance of who God is. And every time we get to tell them about that moment that was difficult or that thing that might have been embarrassing for you to talk about, like, yeah, I really messed up. But in that moment, they get to see the glory of God because that was a moment that you encountered God. And that was a moment where it went from ashes to beauty. And so this is, it's just this... um, this beautiful concept, and I think so many times um, in religious culture or just cultures that have um, i mean just a lot of times in church context like. You know, we don't have this understanding of the new covenant. We don't have this understanding of his love. And we think that we have to perform. And there's all this, you know, religious bondage that people don't really get to know who we are. And they don't really get to see Jesus manifested in our lives. But now that we walk in the new covenant and we're walking um, with him, they get to encounter him every single day, all the time. Every moment that you open your mouth and you share your story and your journey, they will see Jesus on the inside of you. And that's the beauty of walking as a body. That is the beauty of being family. That is the beauty of community and breaking bread together. Is this, these principles that we see all through Scripture of authenticity and of vulnerability. We get to encounter Jesus in the midst of each other, and it's just so so beautiful. And I know, like in my own life, I've always loved the word authenticity, and I I like to be real with people. But I feel like God is taking me personally even deeper that, you know, get to the hard stuff to talk about, the things that you don't want to talk about. Why? Because we're going to encounter his glory in that conversation. We're going to encounter the beauty of who Jesus is in that situation, and we will reflect his beauty and his glory. And we get to draw closer together. And so I just, I think this is so, so powerful. Um, And we can never, we can never... Arrive. There's always these layers of getting to know him more and getting to know ourselves more and getting to know others more. It's just endless journey. And so in the midst of that, one of the things that I was thinking about is what holds us back from being vulnerable? What holds us back from talking about the difficult things um, or the things that don't necessarily feel pleasant or the thing that you don't want to talk to people about? What is it that holds us back? And... um, In asking that question, earlier this year, I was listening to a message by Chris Vallotton, and he references a researcher called Brene Brown. Has anybody ever heard the TED Talk by Brene Brown? No? Okay, we're going to hear a little segment this morning, just a little bit. Um, But basically, she's a qualitative researcher, which just means that she gathers people's stories, and she talks to them. She doesn't deal um, with numbers, per se. It's more like interviews. And... I really found this um, this particular talk really interesting because right now, I I have to do a lot of research and investigation in the program that I'm in at school, and. I always get really exciting when there's a researcher that taps into something that's kingdom. And I'm like, oh, okay, yes, you just encountered a kingdom principle here. And so on the sides and when I'm annotating, I'll put like kingdom understanding in the corner. Like I need to come back to this because we know that the kingdom of God is advancing all across the earth and that the revelation of who he is is expanding. And so when we see researchers encountering it, we should be really excited. Um, And so in this particular TED Talk, Brene Brown Um, goes, and she thinks it's only going to last her one year, but it ends up lasting her six years of investigation. And she begins to unravel this phenomenon called shame. And she talks about how this keeps people from being vulnerable. And if you listen closely, I'm only going to show ten minutes. It's much longer, and we don't have that type of time, and I want to honor your time. But the first ten minutes says it, pretty well. Um, It unravels key steps uh, or significant things in your life um, that have to do with shame that will keep you from being vulnerable. And she talks about how to come out of that. So we're just going to watch it for 10 minutes and then go from there. And again, this is a researcher's perspective, not necessarily, um, it's not a church conference, but the principles are pretty clear and relatable. So I'll start with this. A couple of years ago, an event planner called me because I was going to do a speaking event, and she called and she said, I'm going to let go of who they thought they should be, in order to be who they were." Which is, you have to absolutely do that for connection. The other thing, I was listening to that, and it just blew my mind. Um, there are just so many principles that she talks about that are so kingdom. Um, one of the, some of the um, most pronounced ones or prominent ones that I felt that could really relate to us this morning was in order for us to break a, sh- a cycle of shame, we have to um, be vulnerable and we need to be in relationship and in community. That's um, one of the big ones that she talks about even later on in the video, is that in order to break it, you have to be in relationship. And then that another way that, you begin to um, really be able to break out as well. It's it's to believe that you are worthy and that you are worthy of love. And I really believe that that also just aligns with your identity um, as a child of God and to know that no matter what your story has looked like, no matter what your journey has been, you are worthy of love and that he makes all things beautiful. The other one that I thought was really extraordinary was that the, root, the Latin root of courage is core, which means to tell your story with the whole heart. I think that that is very powerful, um, especially when you are taking steps in being vulnerable with people. And then the other um, keynote that I really appreciated was that in those moments, that that's your time to choose to be who you really are and not what you think other people want you to be. And I think that that is a moment where you can see that, you know, religious structures have really lost their power in your life. I think that really relates to even last time when I talked about creativity, um, that you see that you're not performing, you're not doing something because you think you have to, but it comes from the inside of you. And so that I also thought was really powerful from that specific conversation, um, that specific TED talk. So in conclusion... Um, If we go to the next slide. As I was praying this morning, I just really felt like as a family um, that we typically do really well with authenticity. But I feel like even this year that not only in my own life but for other people here that God was going to take us deeper. And he's going to take us deeper into his heart. Um, He wants to take us deeper in our relationships because of the things that have been prophesied and said in this house. It's really important that we have um, healthy and thriving relationships with one another. Um, I feel like that God wants to take us deeper into his heart and that the more that we are vulnerable even with him, the more that we're going to discover what he's like. Um, And I just, I know that so many here have such a long history with God, but I just feel like no matter where we're at or no matter where we are, that God is just saying, I want to go deeper. I want you to know more of my heart. I want you to know more about yourself. And I think it just lines up perfectly um, with what Carol was saying this morning about Sozo that, you know, and what Pastor Ralph was talking about, like, you don't have to have it. Um, you don't have to feel like you're completely messed up to need that. Like, God always wants to take you deeper. And I think that this year is a very critical year. It's a very special year. It's a year of preparation. There have been so many changes that have been happening here. And it's like God is getting us ready for something so much bigger, something so much more multidimensional, something um, bigger than we could dream or even think about. And so it's really important that we combat um, fear and shame and that we are vulnerable and that we are authentic with one another and that we grow deeper in our relationships Um, and I just feel like there's a place in the heart of God that God is going to take us to within that um, that's much different than we have experienced in the past so um, this morning I just want to um, if we could just close our eyes And um, you can just put your hand on your heart and maybe even take the other hand and just put it up like you're going to receive something. I'm just going to pray over you. Um, I just feel that there are specific individuals here that um, might even just be one or two people. um, But I just feel like... There have just been areas in your life that have been very difficult and very hard to talk about. And this is the year that God is going to set you free. That this is the year that God is going to show you that he makes all things beautiful and all things lovely. And this is the place where you're going to find family. And this is the place where you're going to find fellowship. And you're going to feel like you're going to be able to breathe. Um, That you're going to be able to have joy for the first time. Because even though we didn't see it in the video, the video talks about how we numb Um, shame but then we also numb joy and we also numb peace and we also numb um, creativity and so I just feel that at that same time that you get free of that that God is going to give you so much joy and you're going to feel like you're living for the very first time Um, and I just feel even now that there are many others that God is just saying that you've had um, wonderful experiences with him you've gone to the deep places but he's just saying even this morning there's so much more There's so much more I want to show you. There's so much more goodness I want to bring to your soul. This is just the beginning. So this morning, Father, we just position our hearts before you. And we just ask you, Father, that you would take us deeper into your heart that you would help us and show us how to live this life out 100%, 110% authentically, um, overflowing in an overflowing way, that we would live authentically, that we would live in a place where um, we are unashamed and unapologetic of who we are in you. I ask you, God, that we would go deeper than we ever have before. And I just thank you that you are so good and that you are so loving. And I thank you that in this place, we will be known as a people of celebration That we will be known as a people of joy That we will be known as a people of authenticity And I thank you God that what we taste in this place And out of community Many others are going to come hungry for And we will be able to give freely And unapologetically And without shame And I thank you God That there are going to be testimonies in this place There are going to be testimonies That are going to be shared for the very first time That were never shared That are going to break the yoke of bondage Off people sitting in this room And so God I thank you We thank you, God, and we just partner with you into the new things that you want to do in our lives. We thank you, God, that you came to set the captives free. And we thank you that we have freedom. And we thank you for your truth and the truth that will burn on the inside of us. And I thank you, God, for the world that we're going to go to because we are a walk in authenticity that people will encounter you. And we just thank you and we bless you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. We really hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please join us again sometime, and be sure to check out our exciting resources at newhopecom.org.